You're listening to The Forum Daily. It's June 16th. You're listening to The Forum Daily. My name is Luke Betger. And with me here, Brandon Richardson. We are the hosts of The Forum Daily, also lead pastors at Slate Church. Good morning, Brandon. Good morning. How's it going? Doing good. How are you? Doing great. Can't complain. Uh, I will say my patience was tested this morning. Why? Well, it happened in the Starbucks drive through line. Yeah. Only one car in front of me. I thought, great. It's going to go very quick. It's going to be smooth. It's going to yep. be easy. Yep. Um, I don't know what the person ordered in front of me. Two people in the car. They ordered like drinks for everybody and they it wasn't just like hey we're ordering a couple drinks it was like we're we're ordering like milkshakes you know what i mean right it wasn't just like we're ordering coffee which is what starbucks does i thought maybe starbucks needs to have a coffee only line inside and outside yeah and uh just just if you're just getting your coffee just boop you're just through there because there are people who go to starbucks and they get what is the equivalent of a uh like McFlurry, essentially, right? <laughs> and they call it a Frappuccino. I'm just getting a coffee. That's yeah. not a coffee. No, it's not. Right? You just got a fruit-flavored, uh, blended-up smoothie with, like, ice cream and whipped cream on top and everything else. Number one, I don't know how you drink that, like, at, at uh, you know, pre-noon hour. No. And uh, number two, it's not actually a coffee I, I i'd be interested to know how much coffee starbucks serves versus how much like other drinks other stuff like the frappuccinos yeah stuff. i mean it's a coffee drink i get that but it's not quite just your morning coffee and it takes a lot longer to make naturally yeah you know it's very complicated so anyways well it was a test of patience i'm uh, i'm all game for the coffee line i just get coffee Straight right, coffee. Right, right. That's it. It's just quick. Boom. Yeah, same with you. And, you know, getting the brewed coffees real quick because they just go and pour it and hand it to you right yeah. there. You don't yeah. even have to get in the line uh, behind everybody else. That's always my thing, right? My order is a double espresso. It's like a, t- it's like a sip's worth of coffee. Yes. <laughs> you know, and it takes roughly 12 seconds to make. It's in a little cup. But the problem is I get put in sort of the queue behind everybody else there. So... I'll see my little cup sitting there, like in the line, waiting for them to get to it. And I have to kind of, I have to just stand there patiently and watch like 10 other drinks be made that are very complicated. And so, anyway, so that was a test of my patience. Of course, trying to get to the office as fast as possible to do the, um, to do our lean in devotional on a Tuesday morning. And so I'm, I already was like, am I going to be able to stop and get a coffee on the way? And I saw from the road, one car at Starbucks. This yeah. is why the patients. Yeah. And I'm like, no problem. I'll be in and out. And then waited there for a long time. And then the patients was further tested as we were driving here to the office. You know, we, we, uh, our office is in kind of like an industrial area and the yes. roads are always empty. Yeah. And, you know, you can just zoom on. We drive in. so fast. It's no you can literally pedal to the metal in this area. Yeah. Yeah. And I got behind a guy going just 40. And literally from like the time I was at like Starbucks to here, I just had to follow this guy <laughs> and I am just like, let's go. And, uh, it, I think it was a, a really good, uh, test of my patience overall. Yeah. So 
worked out great. Yeah. My patience is tested every day. Sure. Of course. Of course. <laughs> cool story. Cool. <laughs> That's all? <laughs> yeah. It's being it's being tested right now. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to start calling people out on yeah. air. You know? Okay. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, let's, uh, but, um, yeah. So anyways, I think Starbucks, if you want to take that idea, go ahead and, uh, just, you can roll with it. You can roll with it. It yeah, was also, make some changes. I was behind, you know, mom and her daughter and it wasn't just that they were getting all of these crazy drinks with whipped cream on it. It was also that they thought that this would be a good time to just stop and have a whole conversation with the person at the window, which I mean, <laughs> they're not in a hurry it's obvious that's awesome i'm yep. very glad for yep. them i was eight minutes away from going live on instagram live and wanted to get here and get <laughs> set up and like i had to go to the bathroom before and all of those <laughs> kinds of things so it was just uh it, it was one of those things this morning but so it goes man that's life yeah that's life <laughs> um well what's the week looking like it's looking good man yeah i uh I'm having to get my bearings back. Yeah. Yeah. Just being off, uh, you know, focusing on some other stuff last week. Right. It's uh, amazing what one week can kind of shift in your mind. You forget stuff. Sure. I forget how to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm like, what do we say next? <laughs> it's, the, it's the improv yes and, right? It's the, yeah. it's the uh, I think that's always the key to a good podcast is like the, um, um, the yes and you know you say something it's like oh yeah and you know that's right you never say no no it's ne it's never a no even though i just said no it's never a no no, <laughs> no it's no, never it's a never no. no uh but yeah it's it sort of is that i think when you see like really good podcasters like great interviews for some reason they're always just saying like yes and yeah. uh in one way or another they don't say that of course but it's like this weird um back and forth building upon Oh yeah, there's what's going on? It's amazing variations of it, but if you just break it down, that's what's happening. Yeah, that's sort of the improv school uh, motto. You know, I always used to think improv like that is like the lamest thing ever. You know, like improv comedy. Yeah. But I'm thinking more and more now. I see all of these great comedians who I really love, and they all got their start in improv comedy, and their ability to carry on a conversation or a an interview, especially. In fact the best podcasters are all like comedians the yeah. ones that just do the long-form yeah, interviews whether it's Dax Shepard or Joe yeah. Rogan or Conan O'Brien or any of these people Mark Marin, all of these the top podcasts in the Apple store they're all done by comedians who have a it's background in improv and I think it's their ability to just like roll with it and like make stuff up as they go it's it's yeah. always been like wow like that's a weird thing even like a lot of the cast of friends i know they all started in improv and all this stuff so i don't know i mean maybe there's people in improv comedy sellers around right now they in like 15 years though they will be like the top comedians or something yeah well it seems to be kind sure. of a kind of a pattern yeah uh i think like when you're a kid it, it's almost like you know a lot of the awkward kids are doing improv and, right, and right. drama and that kind of thing but i imagine a lot of the you know these people that we love were probably a little awkward when they were starting guaranteed man it, it takes a it takes somewhat of an awkward person to like really get into theater yeah because you're i mean you're pretending to be somebody you're not mm -hmm. until you're good at doing that yeah exactly and until you get good at doing that i mean it's it's pretty awkward to watch <laughs> it's very awkward to watch somebody fumble through that <laughs> yeah i mean if you know ever tried accents 
Sure. Um, I mean, that's a, that's an awkward thing to see somebody try to do. It is weird, right? Because you see like movie stars, and yeah. these are the people. These are like the peak of sophistication. It's glamour. It's luxury. Yeah. It's talent. It's all of these different things. And you compare that to like a high school drama class, and a high school drama class feels like <laughs> exactly the opposite yes. of all of yes. those u- words I just used to describe it. And I don't know if it's like today. I, it's weird, right? There was a time where acting and sort of being like that character and everything it was it was very fashionable you know like and i'm thinking back in like the 50s or something like that yeah um and then i don't think it ever fell out of fashion necessarily but i think the road to get to your the place of acting became a little bit different in that like in the 40s and 50s i don't think drama class was as much a thing you kind of you kind of rode the wave of your own charisma in a different way and your acting chops were good but they weren't like good as they are good today. Like when you watch, you watch actors from the fifties. The acting is good, but it's yeah. not like these people are like all the time eliciting like the most unbelievable role kind yeah. of thing. Um, and listen, maybe you're like a, an acting junkie and you know this better than me. But I, I don't think like method acting was as much of a thing back then. For instance, like Frank Sinatra or something, as he acted in a movie. He was basically always Frank Sinatra playing a character in the yes, movie, but he yes. was kind of him, yes. you know, or uh, a Cary Grant or something like this. It was very much like this is that person in this role, as opposed to like Christian Bale or something yeah. who like, you know, gains 200 pounds or loses it and like transforms their body and themselves to become the character. It's like it's not Christian Bale anymore. It is uh, whoever. What a, Matthew yeah. McConaughey, he does the same yeah. things. Um, I don't know. We, we didn't see that back then in the same way. So, yeah, I mean, people are more specialized now. Yeah, I was listening to a, a podcast and it was like, it was talking about the jump from adolescence to adulthood, and this idea that like helicopter parents or that generation, which helicopter parents are like a recent phenomenon, right? And they're you know in the last say twenty years, um, like very not just hands on, but like you know they were telling stories. Um, you know, calling the HR department at their kids' work and telling them, like, you know, you why didn't my, wow. my kid get the promotion? And they're, like, 30 years old, you know? Right. And, I mean, you, you see some uh, helicopter parents even <laughs> in what we do as, as uh, pastors. You're sure. like, hey, your child is 30 years old. Uh, right, right. <laughs> it's time to, you yeah. know, cut the cord there, yeah. you know? And, um, but they were saying... Uh, at the same time, there's another uh, side to this, um, which we always say, like, oh, helicopter parenting, it's so bad. And it is. But the flip side to that whole generation of parents isn't the ones that went as far as helicopter parenting, but they were intentional parents. And out of that, you get better athletes, better right, um, right, right, right. better students, better, because all of a sudden the parents are invested in whatever they are. Sure. And if you think about it, I mean, in every area of soci- society, I think, you know, Again, progression is is I'm speaking in very like when it comes to talent, but we've progressed in all of those areas. Totally, you know, like we've got smarter people than ever. Uh, well, unless you come to some of these like prolific uh, inventors, but better athletes, faster, stronger, yeah, um, uh, yeah. business owners. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, exactly. And I would say that we that people are smarter even than these prolific inventors a little bit. And what yeah. I what I mean is. 
the people here today, they wouldn't be able to have the knowledge they have without them. So we're building yeah, on the yeah, shoulders, yeah. of course. That's right. But like, for instance, it's not strange for an engineer today to know exactly how a light bulb works. Ex- yeah. Like that's, yeah. Y- you know, now, uh, of course, we're just building on on those who came before. But for, okay, so what I mean yeah. is you couldn't, you probably couldn't give um, Edison uh, a computer and expect him to understand it necessarily right. and it's not that he wasn't smart enough to it's just that he just didn't have that within him because he only had what he was working with but i i think to your point it's so true man like today uh we are better in many ways than we were back then yeah at many things i wonder what things we we haven't progressed in. like what are we not better at baking <laughs> baking food <laughs> yeah I mean, if we're talking like purely skills that that might be an interesting one i don't know um are we better at walking like is walking one of these things that we don't try to like get better at we just all do i bet we know mm-hmm. more about it yeah we do i don't know if we're better at it you know like is there... i think we're probably worse at it with the yeah. car- cars and uh all that stuff i, I mean I, I would definitely say we're worse at posture yeah right posture used to be a big thing yep you know if you're a victorian yeah. uh age uh you know you're you're thinking about this all the time you're being slapped for yeah right same with etiquette yeah etiquette i mean that's gone way down probably dress in some dress respects honor respect (laughs) (laughs) okay now we're getting away from skills yeah that's where we're talking like maybe we haven't progressed in every area but no but i think when it does come to skills I would I would put any athlete of today yeah, up same, against any same. athlete of yesteryear and we would know that they would be better. The age old argument for let's take uh Wayne Gretzky. Right. Is yeah, you put any best player today even up against Wayne Gretzky, they're probably gonna school them. The argument is if Wayne Gretzky had all of the tools available to him right. from a young age, the same way all these kids did. Right. Uh, would he just excel even more because he had all this stuff? And uh, wow, yeah, I like protecting the you know the age old hero like that. You gotta, you know, and go, yeah, you know what? He probably would be better. You gotta, I think. Otherwise, you know? everybody crumbles. Like if I think of like a Babe Ruth, yeah, you know, you look back on this dude and you're like, this guy does not look like an elite no, athlete. No, in fact, he looks kind of old looking kind of you know it doesn't look in look, great shape use use car salesman in, in yeah. many ways yeah yeah and he's got like a cigarette hanging out his mouth yeah. or something and you're like right. i i just don't know <laughs> sometimes it's like i don't even know if he had all the gear and all the talent and training yeah. today if he would even be what he was i just it's, don't know it's so hard to know i mean baseball is one of these weird yeah. sports too where it's you weird. got a prince fielder and you know yeah he's on the body edition of espn <laughs> yeah you got him you got bartolo cologne the pitcher yeah like these guys are like bartolo cologne is yeah. that how you say his name i believe so this guy is yeah he's an anomaly yeah i mean you look at look him up i don't even know how to spell his name but if you just look look up anything that res, like cologne that, baseball player it's yeah spelled the way you uh not quite the way you think c-o-l-o-n if, i think if you've never seen this guy yeah uh he is a diamond in the rough, maybe, well, or a rough in the diamond. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, a rough in the diamond. On, That's amazing. On. I'm pretty sure that you or I could probably outrun him around the bases. But no, you don't. You don't have to qualify that with a. I'm pretty sure <laughs> we could. We could. But I know I could stand in the batter's box and not hit a single one nope. of his pitches. No. Nope. But baseball is weird that way yeah. with all the different positions. Same with football. Yep. Right. It's like 
the body needed to be an offensive lineman is so different from the yeah. body you need to be a wide yeah. receiver or a safety. It's like totally different roles, but they're all on the same team. And and you need them. At the same time, these linemen guys, you see them like bench pressing like 850 pounds. Yep. You see them doing a backflip or something. Their legs are so strong and generate so much power that they can like flip themselves even though they weigh like 450 pounds or something. And it's like pure muscle. Yeah, I remember like when I would read uh, Sports Illustrated for kids. Yeah. And uh, they did like a college, a college draft issue one right. time. And that was the first time I realized I wasn't into football growing up. Sure. It was the first time I realized how big these people were. Yeah. And, you know, coming out of college, you got guys coming in and they're 400 pounds. They're huge, man. And they don't look like, I mean, proportionally, they don't look like what you would picture a 400 pound person to look like. Right. They just look like uh, Sasquatches, you know, like this big yeah. dude with a gnarly beard. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I was reading this probably when I was grade seven or eight. And thinking like, man, you could get really big. Yeah. And looking back, now that I'm out of college and everything else, I'm thinking, I mean, coming out of college, you are young. Dude. To be that big coming yeah. out of college, you are a, you are. Yeah, you're a beast. A brute of a man. Because I, I love it. I can't imagine, like, you watch it on TV and it's whatever. Yeah. But if a dude walked into this room right now who was like six foot eight, 400 pounds, like we would feel that presence. Oh, like unbelievable, man. Th there is a guy that goes to the gym and I I am pretty sure you said 68400? Yeah. Yeah. I I'm guessing he's 68. Wow. 375. Right, he's close. I mean, I don't I, I don't I don't even know what 400 looks like at that point. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know either. But this guy is yeah, 68. I mean, he looks like um oh, what's the one guy's name? He's from I think Iceland. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah the the mountain the mountain yeah i mean he looks that's crazy he looks like this guy he goes to crunch in waterloo yeah i mean you might lit hey if mountain waterloo mountain you <laughs> yeah. uh you listen to the podcast you let us know what, how much you weigh Seriously. this guy's impressive and uh i mean he's strong yeah carries himself really well yeah it's like a functional weight right it's like yeah you can use it you can yeah. you can move yourself and yeah like the uh, the idea of like me lining up in front of a guy like that yeah. and somebody saying go and it's yeah. my job to push that guy out of the way it doesn't matter what i do i cannot get a position of Can't leverage on a guy like that Can't so the only way you can do it is have two guys like that facing off on one another it's yeah. it's a it's a crazy and that's thought, a wild man. that's a wild thing to watch i bet dude yeah growing up um you know one of uh, i went to school with a girl and uh, her dad was a pastor in our city of a uh, mainline church and he was actually, and so we were good friends. She was on my volleyball team all growing up. Yeah. Uh, beach volleyball. And her dad is the strongest man in Canada. It's so cool. Yeah. He has the record in the world for most weight pulled uh, by an individual. I love it. And that. so, you know, he's pulled this like massive plane. Like, I mean, I don't he's know. He's in the Guinness record book. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I don't, I don't know how you get classified as the strongest man in the world, but he's the strongest pulling man in the world, sure. like pulling stuff. And so, yeah, for just like uh, fundraising events in Coburg, uh, he would just like, you know, pull, pull three, pull four uh, fire trucks <laughs> at the cool. same time. That's actually cool. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the interesting thing about him, he looked exactly now. He looks exactly like Santa Claus. Cool. Exactly. He's still as strong. Yeah. But uh, I mean, he's grown this white beard. And I just remember his son uh, growing up. It was so funny because he was like, 
you know, a uh, a Greek statue yeah. of a guy. I mean, the muscle mass on this guy in grade 10, grade yeah. 9 was unreal. And I remember one summer, I mean, I hadn't seen him all summer, and we come back to school, and all of a sudden this guy looks more like his dad. And I was like, what yeah. happened? Like, I thought maybe he just, like, gave up working out. And story goes, he just decided he was going to become a strong man. And all he did all summer was pulled his van up the hill. Cool. And he was done his workout. And he's following following in his dad's footsteps. But again, body type's completely different. Dude, I, I think that's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Maybe I'm going to start doing that. Just pull stuff. <laughs> yeah, go to your place. You're pulling Just your pull, pull jet my, up the hill. Pull my car up the hill. And, <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. Well, hey, on that note, uh, we're going to wrap it up for today. We got a we got a great week ahead. Yeah. So make sure that you uh, tune in tomorrow as well. We got uh, more coming at you tomorrow. So we will see you again on the Forum Daily tomorrow. Until then, have a great rest of your day. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Forum Daily. Don't forget to check out Slate Church on our website at slatechurch.com and be sure to follow us on social media, on Instagram and on Facebook as well for all the updates that you need to know.